podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Right, so we've been teasing you all week, and um, we're here at Melbourne to meet with Gareth Roberts, and uh, we're very uh, more than happy to sit down and have a chat about ten glorious years at Liverpool with Lucas Lever. Lucas, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thank you, and uh, uh, thank you for the invitation as well. It's a pleasure to be having an interview. You know, a special one, I would say, and hopefully it will be a good one. So you're looking good on 10 years in Liverpool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> better with age, like a yeah, fine wine. Yeah, yeah. Hope so. Yeah, for sure I look better than when I first came with long hair and that's a record. Yeah, I scouts so. a record yeah, these more days. Scouts haircut, yes, yes. <laughs> so what we wanted to do is uh, just basically, as we said, ten years since you arrived here, I just go through those ten years, kind of loosely chronologically, but then just have a chat in and around yes. things. So um let's start from the beginning. You signed um from Gremio, we come all the way from Brazil. How old were you when you came over? I was 20. 20 when you came over. um, And you come in in the summer of... 2007. 2007. And you walked in. I mean, how did the move come about? Um, I remember I was... uh, Of course, we were playing Libertadores uh, for Grêmio. And um, and my father called me one day and said that Rafa called him. To say the you know Liverpool, I, I think it was towards March something like that, and um, saying that uh, you know Liverpool was interested to in signing me in the summer, you know, and and of course uh, it, it was a big news for me, you know, I I of course I was very excited, uh, and then talks start going. Between the clubs, you know, with my father on that time and my agent, and then I came in, I think, <clears throat> in April, I think, to Liverpool to visit Melwood to, you know, to just meet uh, Rafa and a few people before signing. I went back to Brazil, finished the season, and then of course I I came after the um, under twenty World Cup. I was playing with Brazil. After that, I came to to Liverpool and and signed the contract. So, it was a, a something like that. When Liverpool came knocking, what what did you know about Liverpool then, as a twenty year old in Brazil? Of course, I knew Liverpool was uh, playing the final of that year, no, the Champions League. Yeah. Won the Champions League two years before. Um, Liverpool was always, you know, it's always uh, was always a big team. You know, we look back and how many titles the club won, and and that time, to be honest, uh, Premier League wasn't as famous, I would say, as it is now in Brazil. Before it used to be La Liga and uh, Serie A, mm. so. Uh, Liverpool, uh, Liverpool, of course, uh, because it was an English club, uh, it, it was less, um, uh, how can I say, people used to talk less about English club in Brazil on that time than they, they, they talk now. Before it was like AC Milan, you know, Barcelona, Madrid, these teams in Brazil, they, they had more people looking and supporting. But of course, uh, you know anyone that knows football and uh, Liverpool was a big chance for me. And and you see the players that were here, was, were here at that that time, won the Champions League, was in another final. So you know it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a difficult decision for me, really. 
and my only worry was you know going leaving Brazil and going straight to the to the Premier League which everyone used to say was probably the the hardest league for a Brazilian to come in and 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 adapt you know players I use you know a lot of Brazilian players to go to Holland Portugal you know these leagues to to adapt you yeah. know get the feeling and you know and then of course move to a bigger league I would say like Premier League or La Liga something like that but you know it was a challenge that came and and I I had to take and 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 of course I had a, that's probably the price I paid for my first few seasons because you know of course wasn't many Brazilians here you know which was quite difficult so but you know it's it's all part of the life, and and I think I, I learned a lot. But you you say challenge, and you mentioned the Champions League family. When you arrived at Liverpool, you know you're walking into a squad containing Steven Gerrard, Javier Mascherano, Javi Alonso, and Momo Sissoko. Yeah. I mean that you talk, that's a big challenge in itself. Yes. Uh, to be honest, when I first came, I of course I knew and <clears throat> that I would be you know uh, I I was a young player coming in and I had to be patient and and develop my game things like this. But I left Brazil in a really good situation. You know, I played the, the final of Libertadores, like the Champions League in South America. I won the um, uh, the golden gold ball for Bra- in Brazil. I know it's not the same league, but you know I was twenty, so I was really positive. So uh, when I first came and when I arrived, of course I knew I had to be patient, but um, I probably I didn't expect to be as hard as I I felt at the beginning. You know, so it was a big shock for me. You know, because of course, football. I changed uh, the league uh, physically. I wasn't quite ready, and and of course, I had to to work and and be patient and 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 play for the reserves and things yeah. like this. So it, it it was a very big change for me. I would say, you know, from. Uh, it's a funny one, but I say I left like a hero, my former club, you know, and, and and I arrived here like a zero, let's say, not 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 like that, but I came I, I here, know, I know quantity. you know, yeah, like ah, he's a young player, it's for the future, yeah. and 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 I wasn't mentally, I wasn't expecting that. Of no. course, I was expecting to, you know, to have a not few chances, yes, but not. Not uh, to, uh, let's say, how can I explain? I wasn't expecting to be that little chance I had, you know, especially, and, and, and I, was expecting, I wasn't expecting to be that hard, you know, especially yeah. the league and, and yeah. everything, and move the country, language, everything. So it was a big change for me, big, big change. Did, did Rafa talk to you about what he envisaged you doing for Liverpool before you signed for Liverpool? Did he say, you know, I'm buying you to do X, I see you doing Y, or did he just, was it just, do you want to sign for Liverpool, come and have a look at the facilities, sign for Liverpool? Did he talk about a plan for you before you signed? Yeah, of course, he, he told me that, you know, it was a player that he was looking to, to prepare me for the future, you know, that, that, that was clear. Especially when you arrive and you have a midfield like we, we used to have, you know, it's normal. Mm. You know, and um, 
but of course I was only 20 years old I, I couldn't ask Rafa you know which is your plan how many games I will play you yeah. know you, 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 you don't have the rights yeah, yeah. to, to do that yeah. you know and, and I just it was a big chance for me to come to a big club in Europe uh, you know and, 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 and play with big players and develop that, that was my thinking but of course it was harder than I expect in that time you know and but as I said I learned a lot do you feel that I mean it, it's changed now whereas like everything's documented on video everyone knows everything about everything about every football when you arrived in Liverpool it was a bit of an unknown quantity we were talking about this in the offices they were all that we generally knew something that Tim Vickery for the BBC mm. had written about you that you were very box to box play, just mm. the player of the I year was, yeah. <laughs> um, did you think that helped or hindered you that people didn't really know what to expect Yes, I think because uh, many uh, in the Premier League, you probably didn't have many Brazilians on that time to play in the Premier League, you know. And and when you say Brazilian, the first thing that comes in um, in your mind, uh, even in my mind, you know, you you think the likes of Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, you know, Romario, these guys. Yeah. You know, so that 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 time was Kaka. He you know, was the best player in the world. So it was normal. But I think it was quite early. People judged me, you know, without knowing me really. Yeah. You know, of course, I was a, 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 a offensive player. I would say in Brazil, but the league in Brazil is completely different. You know. I probably, if I go back to Brazil today, I'll probably be able to be not the same as I was when I first came, but a little bit more offense than I am now. You know, I'm going yeah. back now. <laughs> so, so people didn't, people don't know much, didn't know much. So it was quite unfair, I would say. But, you know, it's because players as well never, you didn't have much experience with Brazilian players in the league. So it was kind of, you know, uh, a little bit like, uh, who is this guy, you know? What, what was it like for you off, off the field when you arrived? I think we, you briefly touched on it, but, you know, how was it for a 20-year-old lad to cross the planet, basically, be, be plopped into Liverpool and, you know, you've got to get on with your life here? Did you, I mean, how, how good was your English at that point and things like yeah, that? Yeah, my English was not very poor, but it wasn't good enough. Uh, to communicate and 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 to go out alone, you know, uh, it was a big move for me. Big mm-hmm. big move. Of course, um, I left my home city uh, when I was fourteen to play football. So it wasn't the move itself or changing house, you know, things like this. I was used to, mm-hmm. but it was more the country, you know, the language, uh, the league. I think it was a big move for me and, and, and I struggled. I yeah. struggled a lot, you know. Of course, the first few months it was more excitement, you know. But then you start to to get on with your life, you have a routine and then, you know, you start to struggle. You know, in Brazil, you I used to train more often, you know, more double sessions, things like this. So here it was one, a single session a day, so I had more time free. I didn't know what to do, you know, uh, so it, it was a big, big, big uh, change for me and, and I struggled, to be honest. Uh, but I always had the help from the club, you know, um, some players, of course, Fabio Aureli was here at that time. Uh, 
Uh, Rafa was very important to me because he was very patient, and I always, I always mention him because you know I have I, I'm very grateful what he's done to me, and and then I had to go little by little, you know, and 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 improve and and improve my English, improve my game. And, and and start to adapt, you know. I was going to bring this up later, but as you mentioned, we talk about Rafa. Did you feel? I mean, it certainly sense that I got from the stands that sometimes the criticism that you got was that you was because you were seen as Rafa's boy. Mm. Sometimes, especially when there, were the, um, there was a second of our fans weren't too happy with Rafa and the whole Alonso thing. Was he staying? Was it? And they they kind of pitched you against Jabby. Yeah. Do you think that was a little bit unfair? Did you feel that, or was that just a, a perception? Uh, yes, I felt that. I felt that. I felt that. I felt that um, every time that Rafa gave me a chance or something wasn't going right, uh, it was because of me. Of course, today I look back and 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 I think it helped me to to improve as a, a as a man, as a player, you know. But and and I used to read a lot more than I do now, you know. To be honest, so. Um, why read when you've got Twitter? Huh? Why read when you've got Twitter? Yeah, well, yeah, I still read sometimes, you know, but uh, less than, 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 than before, you know. So, yes, probably when when I came, um, Shabby was always, like, a little bit, like, on the way out, you know, and, and, and people probably just tried to maybe... Uh, Put put me the pressure that it wasn't it wasn't actually me you know it was because maybe he wanted to play somewhere else or because things was not good between him and, and Rafa mm. you know Momo left before Xavi so uh, that's what's happened in football you know people come or the goals and that's how it is but uh, because Xavi was a big big player for the team I I, I think that they of course. The, the fans, not not everyone, but a lot of the fans try to to blame me. I would say for for him, you know, because of because of him, and and when I played a few games, and he was on the bench, you know, so things you, like you, this. And you were used. It felt to me that you were used sometimes as an excuse to have a go at Rafa. I mean, I mean that's that's just. I think you've been you were you were going the game round about that time. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, our fans are mad, aren't they? Let's be honest. We, we, there's, there's always different opinions about every player, about every manager. There's, yeah. there's extremes and everything else. I mean, in those early days, what one thing I'd say is, do you th- did you ever feel if you ended up scoring that goal against Everton instead of Phil Neville doing what he did? You know, do you ever think it could have been easier for you in those early days if you're if you're a winner, you've scored a winner in a Merseyside time? On your league team, yeah. I think I think it would uh, start better, I would say, but I don't think it would uh, have changed much. Mm. I I realized today that I wasn't ready maybe to play for the for Liverpool and and some games, you know, physically. So uh, maybe would have a a better start. But in the long term, I would struggle anyway. Mm. I think you know, looking back and 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 and, and s- looking how how much I improved, you know, and and so. But of course, if that ball who <laughs> went in, things could have been you know could have been easier, you know. Um, but as I said, you know, uh, I have no re- regret. I have no. Um, 
I feel that the fans, of course, it's 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 full of passion, and you have to understand. You don't have to agree, you know. Yeah. And a lot of times, I don't agree, you know, and I have no problem to say that. But um, and and one thing I learn is, uh, you know, sometimes things don't go in your way, and you know, you have a bad game or the team is in a bad run, and 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 it will always be maybe two or three players that people will look and 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 blame. Yeah, that's that's the nature of the human being, you know. You, it's always you try to pick one or two. It's yeah. it's normal, and and for a few years, and and sometimes I still feel that that uh, when I'm involved and we lose a game or something like that, I know already that people it's always your fault. Will be me, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I'm older now. I have experience, so I I'm not bothered. You know, of course, I, I, I know when I play well, I know when I play bad, it, it happens, you have yeah. to accept, you know, and keep working, that's the only way, but as I said, you, you have to understand, but you don't have to agree, and sometimes I, I don't, I disagree, and, but you, you cannot control everything, Something, some things are out of your control, and it, when it's out of your control, you just have to do what you think is right and, 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 and listen to people that uh, you think is going to be helpful for you. So let's go. So before the, Gareth mentioned Everton there, you made your debut for Liverpool against Toulouse. You came on. Toulouse, yeah. From, uh, from Momo. What was that like? But I mean, we always ask everyone this because it's a dream that we never have. What's it like? Yeah, well, especially a Champions League game. Yeah. You know, it was that the music before, you know, the stadium... Uh, it was amazing. It was really, really good. You know, I I remember a lot that oh, that game and and I I don't, I don't know how long I played, but I played quite a few minutes. Game I would on say. 65. Yeah, so uh, 25 uh, 25 minutes was quite a long time for me. So it was brilliant. It was good experience. I was over the moon. You know, I had a a difficult preseason. You know, I. I arrived in the middle of the preseason because I was away with the the national team. Um, I came in. Fabio Aurelio didn't. We, we went to Hong Kong, I think. Uh, yeah. Fabio was injured, so he stayed behind. I went to Hong Kong alone. I couldn't speak a word of English, so it was a very hard uh, start. The preseason. So that game gave me, you know. A lift, I would say, and and uh, it was brilliant. It was and, fantastic. And then you make your first start against Redden away in the League Cup yeah. in a game that everyone remembers for Fernando Torres. So hat trick. Like really putting a stamp down on yeah. just how good he really was. Yeah. That yeah, game. you know, and then why when I first I remember when I, ten years ago we <clears throat> we only could uh, be sixteen in the squad. So for me, it was either I play or I was out of the, the team or the squad. So, and I realized that that season would be a season for me to enjoy the, the, the take the chance on the cup games, you know. But of course, uh, we we didn't get too far on the cup games, so I didn't have many games. Of course, I played a few games uh, this season, but a lot of games I came on, you know, late. But uh, yeah, it was uh, another another small step, you know. For me, it was a good game. We won. Fernando scored a hat trick, and 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 of course, uh, things start to get a little bit better, you know. But um, 
but I didn't realize it was it was going to be a lot harder. <laughs> was there, I was going to say that was there a time where where once you'd arrived at Liverpool, you got your feet under the table, you settled in a little bit. Was there a game? Was there a moment where you thought, "I'm not going to be able to play here like I did in Brazil. I'm not going to be box to box. I'm not going to be scoring loads of goals. I'm I'm probably going to be someone who's fighting for the ball more. I'm I'm going to be giving it to." Steven Gerrard or yes uh, it was um, of course in training I could uh, I could feel that already mm. but um, I think it was a game I think against Newcastle I played away um, I played in many positions with Rafa I played left yeah. winger one game I remember <laughs> you know uh, I guess I don't know who was in Anfield and I played the uh, right winger you know but uh, I think I started the game against Newcastle away when I I think uh, Mascherano was coming back late from the international, and then I start as a holding, and it was a game that I really I felt really good. Mm. I felt, uh, you know, the way I I play and the way I I was uh, settling and learning the game. It was a game that I felt you know maybe that would be my position. You know I think we won that game five. You got assist five one. I got assist, but I was right winger that game. Um, at the end of the game, I think it was because of Boxing Day, something like that. Okay. It wasn't international, but it was because uh, we had two games in three days, something mm. like that. So Rafa rotate, and then I start as a holding, and then of course I end up uh, as a right winger yeah. when I got the assist. <laughs> but you got one of the back that game as well. Yes, but yeah. it was a game I got. You know, I felt that you know that position could be mine. Mm. You know. And of course, uh, because we had Stevie, we had other players that could do the box-to-box. Yeah. My chances were limited yeah. in that position, so I start to play more more as a holding. And and the way you used to play as well, it was more like with two holdings, yeah, with yeah. Xavi like and, and Mascherano. So I start to learn more that that role, and 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 I felt good and start to improve physically as well. And then things start to happen. I felt that game was something like, um, you know, it was a game that I felt good and 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 I could, uh, I could do a few things, you know, and 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 we won a good, we played a good game, we won. I played well, so that that game I remember there was a game that I felt, you know, maybe this will be my position, you know, for the future. Those those early days as well was the you know you've said that it was a little bit of a struggle it was a, a bit of a culture shock and everything else you you're in Liverpool you're, you're struggling with the language and all that at first was there any players that sort of you know put their arm around you a little bit that helped you through it that you know showed you the Liverpool way if you like introduced you to the city a bit maybe yeah uh, of course Fabio was a big help yeah you know being Brazilian and and and. He he tried to show me a little bit the city, the restaurants and things like this. Uh, Abeloa as well, yeah. you know, uh, he was a, a good friend and he still is a good friend. And I couldn't understand Spanish, so I couldn't speak Spanish, but I couldn't understand. So it was a little bit easier for me. Yossi Benayum. Yeah, great well. um You know, I think these three... Uh, were the, the three players that really I could uh, understand, I could communicate, I could ask, you know, a few things. And of, but the main one, of course, was Fabio because, you know, he, he was like a father. You know, I was very young, he had kids already, a family, 
you know, experience to, he lived in Spain for six years, he was here for a few years already. He knew Rafa as well. He knew Rafa, yeah. so he was a big help to me, and and, and, and Abelo, Yossi Benayun, of course, uh, they, they, they helped me as well with, uh, Benayun arrived, I think, the same season. That I arrived. Yeah, because we signed yeah. from my stands. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he was he knew everything. He played in Spain, in England. So I think these three players they were you know quite good uh, for me. If if Liverpool bought someone now from Brazil, it was in a similar similar age to you were then, similar situation in terms of language and everything else. What would be your piece of advice to, to that player about about settling in at Liverpool? What is there anything you look back on and say I, I could have helped myself out by maybe doing X or Y or? Um, I first, I think first thing is learn the language. Yeah, I think that's that's massive. Yeah, of course um, we players sometimes we 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 tend to be to get lazy because we have a help from everywhere the club does everything yeah you know so if you don't ha- if you don't don't want to learn the language you don't learn you can stay here for 15 years and you don't learn the language because you have always someone translated to you you know so but the first i think the first thing you have to learn the language because then you start to understand what people think the culture you know that's that's massive yeah. I think so and of course um, and then you start to to adapt you know and 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 understand the culture you know people are different cities are different I always say people ask me about Liverpool I say Liverpool is it, uh, it it's quite funny because I say Liverpool is a country inside England yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. because it is a unique city. Yeah, you know it is. It, so do you actually see that? Because I always think sometimes we just say that because we think we're, no, we're great and all that. I think yeah, exactly. It, it is different. You know, it's a unique city, so unique people. You know, so you have to understand. You have to understand the, the you know the the culture, the way. You know, and 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 then you start to adapt. I yeah. think that's 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 what I would say. How would you find with everyone in Liverpool being an, an expert at football? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're doing your shopping and yeah, all that, you know. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's really it's really hard. As I said, you have to you understand, but you don't have to agree. <laughs> and uh, but you know, it's just that's why Liverpool is a is. Is a is a club, a big club, and full of passion because of the fans as well, you know. Uh, and of course, when you are full of passion, sometimes you do things that uh, maybe is not right, or, or you know you should control yourself. But like I said, you have to understand where you are, you know, and then and then you start to accept a few more things, and 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 then. You know, you, your life starts to become a little bit easier. So go for let's <clears throat> move on a couple of years. So you get your feet under the table around 06, 07, and you can see the team getting stronger. Um, and you know, suddenly, and then the next thing, it looks like a team that could win the league. And you're part, you're an integral mm. part of that. And everything, forget what's going on in the background, we'll come to that later. Could you tell from the inside that things were happening with that squad under Rafa? I think, 
I think it was a little bit like uh, it was an uh, automatic uh, mood, I would say. Mm. You know, because the team was the team was so strong, and and you had so many players in in their peak, and 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 you know and and you knew every week someone would uh, do something special. Yeah. You know, so it was the case. Just keep going, keep working. You know, don't back off. You know, and don't relax. Keep keep working, keep pushing, and and then you know I could see that uh, things were were getting promising. You know, Did and of course the second season was a you know almost we we we, we got there. Yeah. You know, so, but it wasn't anything different. I would say from that years, it was just you know because we had so many big players, good yeah. players, and. Players that were in their peak, so things becomes easy. I would say, you know. Yeah. So, and and this is it. And you've you've grown. We talk about growing as a player and learning more. Do you think? Because I was watching the, the the game at Old Trafford again in preparation for this, and you know what a team Alonso was suspended that game mm. he played. And I always think because and we were talking about it before we recorded. This comes off the back of a couple of years where. And we hinted that early. You've had some experiences where you didn't particularly feel appreciated. Mm. Do you think that that puts you in good stead for that, or do you just think, well, I would have done that anyway? Do you think coming through like the the Wigan away when the the, the incident with the penalty, which the, was which was unbelievable unfair. If you watch the game again, I had a very good game, and I remember. And everyone only remembers that. Yeah, but of course. And then there was I I, I sprint back to help. And it happened the penalty, but that that's when I said I say to you that, you know you you understand, but I disagree. And that game was one of the games that I felt. Ah, Do you feel if if it been another player? Maybe me. Of yeah. course, I did the penalty. Yes, I did the penalty, but you didn't mean to. No. <laughs> but what, 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 I'm saying, what I'm saying is, had it been another player who given away the penalty, they wouldn't got half as much criticism. hundred uh, percent. Two hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred percent. I think it was a little bit like people say, "Ah, Lucas is this, Lucas is this, Lucas is," this. and then Lucas make one mistake, which is normal. I will do many more. I hope not, but I will do. Yeah. And the ah, see, that's him. But the others, because for some reason, yeah, but it's okay. He can have a. Yeah. And he still is like this. Not yeah. not with me, but I can see some players in the squad in our squad. Yeah. People, they're having not the best time and people say, oh, he's having a bad time, he's having a bad time, he's having a bad time. And then he make a mistake, oh, see, he's having a bad time. But the others that maybe are scoring or playing very well or people, for some reason, they just think, oh, he's the best. They yeah, you know. It's a mistake. <laughs> and no, but it's okay because, uh, you know, he, he one of those days and he had a bad game. Yeah. He can have a bad game. It's normal. It, people people judge like they want sometimes. I remember. I, I remember. You know, write, I remember writing something on this back in the day, uh, and I be, I remember saying some of the criticism Lucas gets if he was from Heighton or Dovecot or West Derby or if he was scouts, he, was scouts, yeah. he wouldn't get it. But yeah. because he isn't, he does. <clears throat> you know. um, and and that, that's exactly what you've just and said then, there. And then I can I can mention to you my mistake against Leicester, the beginning of the season yeah. when I passed to body. Yeah. People get on, you know, and nobody talked about and things like this. So that was one different from the other. 
Yeah. So ju just to show you that sometimes it depends how the fans or the people are with that player in that moment. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know what I mean, but yeah, no, no, I do. I, mean, I was going to ask you, do, do, do you know? Let's go back to that, the, the West Ham draw where we go top of the league. Um, but everyone boos. And everyone boos. <laughs> and you might hot. not be aware of this. There was actually, as much as there was people who were being unfair. The West Ham. At Anfield. We drew to under go to yeah, we... Under Rafa. We drew. Mm. Nil nil. Mm. And we got booed off. And I think you, uh, I think there was, you've been substituted against Fulham a couple of days, a couple of weeks early. But, yeah, still, yeah. but I remember bit, what was stuck out for me in that game, West Ham, with, you were getting a, a little bit of shit. But the reaction of other people was. Because people reacted negatively one way, there was arguments. There was there was actually, mm. and as much as you might think, oh, everyone's against me. No, there, no. Yeah. Let's be fair. The other side of it mm. was, and there, you could see people not squaring up and having a fight. But there was this. No, what you mean is when cards. you mean when Lucas was yeah. booed. Yeah. Lucas booed by our own fans. Yeah. That caused murder amongst our fans because we were saying you do not boo your own player. What are you, why are you coming to Anfield and booing your own that player? What's the, the point? It was the nearest there was to fighting on the court. Yeah, it was like. It was unbelievable, that, but I mean that 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 sort of brings me into something I wanted to ask you, and I think I know the answer, but I'd like to hear you talk about it. You know what? Something we talk about on our podcast all the time is the atmosphere at Anfield, mm -hmm. it being a positive atmosphere, mm -hmm. getting behind the team, getting behind the players, and you get people who boo, you get people who call our players shit houses and whatever yeah. else, and you know all all this kind of thing, and and a lot of players say, oh no, I don't hear it, I blank it out, I just play. You, you, you must hear it. Yeah, you do hear. Of course you do here because you know when you cannot only hear when it's bad, it's good. Yeah. You know how can you mention atmosphere only when it's good? Yeah. You feel when it's bad. Yeah. And it, and it affects it affects how you play. Yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah. I think I don't I don't know if it affects, but it doesn't help at mm. all. You know, maybe a few players can get away. You know more than the others. It it depends really the moment and you know. But it affects because, you know, you go out and you want to, you know, play with supporters, you know, that's why people say, ah, home will record, because you play for in front of your fans, yeah. you know. Of course, we always have a lot of fans away from home, but it's not Anfield, it's different. So it affects, you know, and uh, yeah, of course... Uh, Thinking as a player, of course, you have to say, ah, you know, you should support 90 minutes. But as a fan, and maybe when I'm watching a game as well, as a fan, it's really hard yeah. to, to, to be positive and, and those, hey, you, <laughs> you, you, very, if you, want. you shit or, or <laughs> you know, like, like you said. So Especially with the younger kids as well who are yeah. maybe just breaking them into the team. But I mean, on, on the positive side then, how, how good is it when the atmosphere is oh. good? Uh, does that give, Listen, does it uh, give you an extra we, we spring have, in your step? We have, we have many games and, 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 and facts and reasons to, to, to show that. Dortmund game, yeah. you know, um, what else I remember? Istanbul. Well, Istanbul, <laughs> I wasn't here, but you know. Uh, it's Milan. Since, uh, since it's Milan, I played yeah. Madrid 4 0. Yeah. You know, uh, even last year we had the, the derby. The every year. Yeah. Every yeah. year, the derby. Yeah. So when it's, it's really good, even if it's not in the best, even if the team is not the best moment, 
Look, it's really hard to beat Liverpool. Then, yeah. you know, it's really hard. We, so, but I understand. I understand sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to keep positive. It can be frustrating. You're emotional. Yeah, you, you know, you, full you, of you love the club. Yeah, yeah, you love the club. You, I think because, of course, Liverpool hasn't been challenging for maybe the Premier League or Champions League for a few years. So every year, I feel, this is my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel the people get anxious even yeah, more. Me too. Even more, even more. Then, of course, we had a very bad run now in January. It was like a end of the world, you know. But I understand because people used to see Liverpool challenging, winning every year. And then last year we had two finals, we lost. Yeah. You know, so then one defeat, people bring it back, all the bad memories. It's normal, it's human being that. But it doesn't help. I mean, I, I remember the early this season when Man United came to Anfield. And it's normally electric, but everyone was so nervous, it was so, so That's quiet. But it's normal human being, you know, um, because maybe it's <clears throat> Liverpool were there and then we had a lot of problems, players left and then we, we went down and then now it's starting to build up again. Mm. So people, you know, we don't, we are not patient. People are not patient. Mm. I'm not patient. You are not, maybe, you know, it's very rare when you find people that are very patient and think on the long, long term. You know, we want a result right now, and, and, and when something goes bad, or one game, or two games, people say, oh my God. Yeah. But do you, do, you think, do you think people forget how bad it was? You mentioned that about losing players, and we wanted, I, I wanted to move on to this. So, Rafa leaves, and then Roy Hodgson comes in, and you're famously, supposedly on this list of players that he wants to mm. get rid of. I mean, how did how did that make you feel? Like, you finally established yourself and proven yourself at Liverpool. Yeah. And then this new manager comes in and, and signs Christian uh, Paulson and yeah, and then they, they you know always when a, f- a new manager comes in, it's always it's always doubt. You know, you doubt mm. your future. You you're not sure. So I came in and and, and no one was sure about Roy Hodgson. No. <laughs> so no, nobody really. I was sure about him. It's not in the way you think. Yeah. Sorry. Sure, he shouldn't be the manager. Yeah. So he, he comes in and 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 for sure he he would bring his his players. You know, of course we had a lot of talks about uh, Mascherano leaving. Yeah. You know, um, and, and and the team start to rebuild. I would say again. You know, all the big players, Xavi. Uh, Mascherano Torres wasn't really happy you mm. could see on his body language yeah so things we had a lot of problems off the field yeah you know with the owners and, yeah. and so I think everything starts to, to, to affect you know and then and then of course for me it was really hard because I didn't know until until Mascherano left I knew if Mascherano would have stayed, I would, I probably would have to leave, because there was no yeah. space for me. So he he left, and then I had to stay. You know, it was something. It was like, ah, if he goes, you stay. If he stays, you go. How, how did that feel for you personally? It like, you feel felt like really bad. Yeah, yeah. I felt like ah, you know. But what can you do? You know, and and of course I, you had to judge as well the options you had. You know. And and I had an option to go. Rafa went to Inter Milano. Yes. In that year, yeah. and he tried to take me on that that year, but because uh, they were not sure with uh, Mascherano. 
They, yeah. they, they didn't let me go, you know, and, and I always, I always, um, I always wanted to leave from the front door. Yeah. I always, it's something like I, I, I am, you know, I don't like to, I don't know, fight and, you know, I think things, but sometimes you pay the price and, and a few times I pay the price for not fighting or not going against the club or, you know, but, you know, it was a difficult start again, you know, because yeah. they brought Paulson and then played and, and I wasn't involved much. And then, of course, we started, we didn't start very well and mm -hmm. then things start to change again for me. So do you not think, though, I mean, I, I, you don't have to answer this question, but do you not think the likes of Paulson, whatever, not him specifically because it's mean to single players yeah. out, but do you ever, do you ever been a period where you sat on the bench going, I'm better than him? Listen, Paulson had a very big career. Yeah, when that's he, why it's when he came. No, no, but you know, he was the player that was playing my position. Yeah. But you could see that he wasn't. Uh, he was a little bit like me when I first came. Mm. You know, he was. He wasn't comfortable. He wasn't playing well. The results were not helping. You know, not not only him, but the team. You know, and then we come back to that what we said and. Normally, people tend to pick maybe three, four players, and and he wasn't one of them. No, definitely not. <laughs> and, and he was one of them, you know. Uh, and and of course, sometimes a few times I, I I was there and I felt. I I think I I I could help, you know. I could help, and 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 then I think we lost the game. I don't know against who at home, and then we had international break, something like that, and then. Was it Wolves, was it? Was it Wolves or Hull or whatever? Hull, yeah. I don't know. We lost the Wolves. We lost the Wolves, yeah. We lost every game. We lost the Blackfield. Maybe Wolves, yeah, yeah, home, yeah, something like that. So, and then I start to play a little bit more. And then, and then of course, uh, Roy left. Well, I was going to say, so Kenny comes in and everything seems to oh, change. Brilliant. And you suddenly, in my opinion, you're playing the best football. Oh, and it was the best, the, the time that I, mo I enjoyed most, I would say. Not because I was playing well, I was. It was just how Kenny made made me feel. Brilliant. You know, he was fantastic, and and Kenny wasn't the the the, the a manager like uh, like Jurgen, for example. You know, he was more reserved. You know, he had people as well helping him, but the way he conducted, and of course, he was Kenny. You know, the, the respect he yeah. had. You know. Everything that he used to say it was spot on. You, you know, you couldn't learn from a better person. I would say, you know, a better player. So, but he 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 just he just made me felt free. I would say. So it was the best time I I most enjoyed, and 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 then of course probably one of the reason I got injured because I was feeling so good, and and I wanted to play every single minute. That probably you know I I got the injury because I remember we played the game Chelsea what uh, Man City on Man Monday City, yeah. on Man City on a Monday night yeah. and then we had the was it quarterfinals quarter or semifinals final. yeah quarterfinals away at Stamford Bridge on Wednesday night so I pushed because normally the, he would rotate the full squad and have, I think he probably did though I think it was only me Jose Enrique and Pep. Played this game. I know, you, yeah. you you can check. Yeah. But only three players or four players that played on Monday that played on Wednesday, 
And I remember people asking me, oh, no, no, Lucas is better. No, 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 I want to play. I, I pushed because I felt that I was feeling so good. You yeah. know, I had a fantastic game against City, mm. things like this, so... You had that game against the Ayatollah, didn't you, where yeah. you just couldn't get, couldn't so, get anywhere near? So it was a little bit of my fault as well, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do again. It's something you learn, you know. But did you not think, I mean, we were in the way in that game and the scene when you, because you walked off with the injury and you tried to come back, I remember either you tried to play on yeah. it for a couple more minutes because yeah. you're trying to stamp it out on the yeah. sidelines and everyone's yeah. going. Because you can tell by the way yeah. it may react sometimes. I, I didn't realise it was as bad as, it, yeah. you know, what as it was at the mm-hmm. end but I, I, I felt some, I felt something really yeah. strange and, and and me coming going off uh, it's something that is not good you know if I come off you know li- like the way I did you know mm. but it's something I learned you know <clears throat> for example the last game against Spurs I, I came off but because I now I know uh, you know it sometimes two three minutes you want to play, I know, but you're doing yourself more damage. Yeah. Damage. Yeah. So and and I came off and I'm fine, you know. So things you learn, but with the age and things like this. I want to talk about that, that Chelsea injury. Did you not think when you've, you've you've hurt yourself and you come off and you're sitting down? Did did, did you ever think over that that day or the days after going bloody typical? You know, it just seems battle after battle. You've established yeah. yourself. You know, you still managed to stay at the club when you know mm. Roy might have sold you. You're in the best form of your career, and you're thinking, what have I got to do here? Yeah. yeah. Listen, I didn't have much time to think uh, in the first few days because I had to get my surgery organized very quickly. You know, I couldn't lose any time. So the first week, I had to organize the doctor. You know, I went to Brazil to do the surgery. So, but of course, when I, after, on the on the way you know six seven months I, I was out I just thought it seemed I would never I would never have a three four years good like with no downs but what can you do you know you just uh, sometimes you have things in life that you don't understand but you have just to fight and, and keep going and 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 keep proving and, 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 and do your best. That's and what I... That, and I think that that is why you are liked among our supporters because we can see that you fight for your place. We can see that you keep on going. We can see that you keep on, you know, you, you play in different positions for as you fight, you fight, you fight, you keep going. That's, that, that's, one of the, that's why you've got the songs you've got. Mm. That's why, why you get the support you do. Um, I mean... Has there been times, has there been moments where you've thought, I mean, you said before about the Mascarano situation, but has there been any other times where you just thought, do you know what, maybe it's just easier if I look for a new challenge? And then you thought, no, no, I like it here, I want to stay here. Yeah. I, Have you had any doubts I, like that? Yeah, many times. Yeah. I, I Probably in 10 seasons, <laughs> to be honest, maybe six or seven, I left, I went on holiday thinking, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be back. Yeah. You know. That's it for me, you know, let's look for something else. But I always had the feeling, I always had the feeling that the day I leave, I want to live positive, yeah. you know, in a positive way. You know, um, of course, you, you want to win titles, you want to do many things. 
but for me the most important thing is the respect that you get from people you know and 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 that's that's how i feel the day i live that's i i feel that that's how people will look and will remember me you know a guy that had many up and downs never been the favorite or never been the best player which is okay but always try the best fought for the team fought for the the shirt things like this so many times i went and then i had chance to leave some sometimes the club didn't allow me to leave sometimes i didn't want to go you know but i always felt that uh, you know something missing still you know if i leave like that it's not you know it's not the way i, I wish you know so, and, so for, for that season, for instance, then so talking exactly about that, we get we get to the final. Yeah. Say we win the final, that might be the moment. You know, and but it, it just seems we had this chance. It seems to follow a pattern where you'll have a patch where you're not in the side, no one talks about, it, and then towards for some reason towards the end of every season, everyone's going to lose, mm. lose. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like towards the the wave cup run, the, towards the end of the wave cup run last year, yeah. it was like yeah, again you come to more and more and more prominence. Yeah, I think uh, going through the season towards the end, I always I always tend to get more chances. You know, it's the reason I. That's don't a compliment, know. surely. Yeah, I think so. I think I always end up. People always say, "Ah, oh, Lucas, you don't play now, but you end up playing. You end up having games, things like this." And it's been like this, of course. Sometimes less, but I think, like I said, I need always to be ready. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, a nice guy when I don't play, I can tell you, <laughs> and Jürgen can tell you, you know, I'm not a guy that I hide when I'm not happy, but I work, you know, and 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 that's, you know, that's one thing that I appreciate a lot in Jürgen, he understands me, you know, the way I am, he, he understands when I don't play, maybe I don't want to talk, and he doesn't <laughs> talk, Th- you know, things like this. There's honesty, basically, between yeah, the pair of very, yeah. I have a f- very open relationship to, with him, you know. I sp- spoke with him, I speak wow. with him many times, you know, but I will never knock on his door to ask, ah, why are you not playing me? Never, never. But he knows, he knows that I want to play, you know, because the day I, I, I lose that, the day I, I, I'm okay not playing or not be involved, I think I should think something else. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the same as you guys. The day you go to the game, and you feel like ah, you know, can't be bothered. Can't be bothered if you win or lose. Then you should just start to think about yeah. you know what's going on with me or what you know this is not right. So it's it's, it's more or less like how hard how hard is it though to to do like a week's worth of training to to prepare yourself mentally and physically, and then find out at the end of the week that. That you're not in the team now. I mean, you say you don't want to talk to people, but yeah, just you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. You know, uh, you have the the moment that you think, you know, sometimes you, you know, in terms of energy, you drop, drop the energy a little bit. It's really hard, especially during the week when you feel you have the feeling, you know, when you're gonna be involved or not. You know, it's really hard, but <clears throat> it's something that you have to accept. You have to work. And, and, and be ready because football is very funny and it proved it proves every year that you know when you when you don't expect 
the chance comes, yeah. and then if you're not ready, then it's a big problem. You talk about, you talk about your attitude to work and being honest. And one thing that does it does it. You've been here ten years now, mm-hmm. and I've, I've got a list of midfielders you've come through while you've been here. Does it frustrate you when you see that maybe other players don't have that attitude or maybe don't care enough? I mean, how, how does that how does that make you feel? I mean, not even necessarily at Liverpool, like other clubs where you can see how. Because we, we had a chat in the office this week about players who aren't really that interested. Andy Carroll, for instance, I'm not saying he doesn't care. I read an article last week that when he signed for Liverpool, he had to Google some of the players who played for Liverpool because he didn't know who they were. I mean, that just seems so alien yeah, what, to me. Yeah, there was what, what we were talking about was like, you know, sort of, we, know, we, we yeah. love play, not, we love players. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, get, you get some players who. They know they're good at football and they're making a living out of it, but they don't. They don't love it. Do you know what I mean? They're not. They. I, I don't know. I mean, one of the examples I give, perhaps unfairly, when we were talking about it in the office, but I said I watched a TV program about Harry Kuehl once, and he went round his house, and there was nothing about football in his house, and I thought that was strange because there's football stuff all over my house. I can't play it. I'm crap. But <laughs> but but when I see Harry Kuehl and he's he was a great player. Where's his medals? Where's the cups? Where's the shirts? Surely he loves it like I do, and maybe he doesn't. And and I don't know. As a fan, yeah. It, 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 listen, I I think it's it's strange when a football player or any anything you do, if you don't, if you just do for living, it's like yeah. it's strange. Football, anything, anything in life, if you don't do. But there are people. They are they are like this. You know, uh, so it it frustrates me a little bit, but sometimes I think they they have a better nights than us. They will probably live about twenty more years than us. You know, so so you know you have to find, you have to find the balance. Yeah. You know, but I know it's hard when you love something and and, and you do and with you know everything you have. You know, it, it gets frustration yeah. when you see other people don't do this with the same intensity that you do. And then, you know, as I said, you have to accept them. And, 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 and But of course, sometimes it is frustration. I mean, we, we talked about fans sort of inside the stadium and, and how that can affect the, your game positively and negatively. I wanted to ask you about, about fans off the pitch as well. Yeah. Uh, we, we see, obviously, that you're active on social media mm. at times. Uh, we've seen you going back to a fan uh, just the other week after you, you obviously played well against Spurs and I think you wanted to say, well, you know, why are you having a go at me and why are you praying that I'm not in the team and that sort of thing. I mean, I, again, I, I think it's really interesting as a fan looking in on what players do. You know, it's easy to just go onto social media and, I don't know, give Daniel Sturridge a load of abuse on his Instagram and then walk away and think, well, he's never going to see it. But, you know, you're proof that you do see it and you do yeah. read it and, it and it does it does affect you. You know, you're all human beings the same as us. Yes. Um, as I said, I, I, I see less than I used to do, to be honest. But um, did, What did you used to do then? Did you, did you used to read what fans were writing? Did you read... Blogs, websites. You, you, social media is there, and and you have a look. You know, it's very automatic. You get a phone, and you have a look on yeah. Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is. You yeah. know, it's very rare. One guy, one people that one person that don't see it. It's very rare. You know, even if it's a little bit or maybe one social media or something like that. So no, that 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 guy. You know. Uh, I just wanted to say to him, you know, it doesn't, there are, I think there are ways to criticize players. Yeah. There are ways. 
you, you can say, ah, you know, he's, he had a bad game or he's... But it's very different to say, you know, he's the be- the worst player in the world or, you know, how he plays for Liverpool or how he plays for this team or that team. You know, I, I said to him that he's not about one game because I played well, we won the game, you know. Of course, we had a, a very bad run before that, yeah. you know, but... It doesn't matter how I pray for this guy not being the team. I don't think it's a, a nice attitude from no, a fan. You know, you can say, oh, my favorite 11 or my favorite uh, what player is this. That's your opinion and, and I'm fine with that. But these kind of things, I think it's, it's, it's not nice. Mm. It's not nice, you know. And, 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 and because if I want to start in, on Twitter to say every day about him, I pray that you don't get any follow, or let's uh, <laughs> abuse him on Twitter, let's do an article about him, he's not going to like as well. Yeah. So it's just there are ways to yeah. criticise. I mean, know. is there a little bit of, we were at the Spurs game, and I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you, the run of form we had, I didn't fancy yeah. against Spurs. Mm. I'll be honest with you, I'm not going yeah. to I'm not going to. No, 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 it's, it's normal, it's normal, so nobody. We see the nobody. team sheets, and then you're starting in club yeah. and that, and there was a little bit, it is a doubt, of course. And then I'm not. You have the game. No, you have the game that you have, and Harry Kane's been phenomenal this year, and he doesn't even have a touch. Is there a little bit of? Yeah. A little bit. Of, you know what? After. Listen, uh, it's normal because um, I never. Is that in your mind, basically, when you've had a good game going? You know I knew. What? I I knew. I knew I was going to play because Clavin Ragnar was sick. Yeah, yeah, you know, for the virus and 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 Asian was struggling things like this. So, I knew I was going to play, and I knew people would uh, doubt again. Mm. You know, it's normal because one because I I'm playing as a centre back now for I don't know a year and a half something like that. You know, it's not a position that people still people are not still not sure. Mm. You know, if I can do if I can play. So against a, a big player, you know, a player that scores a lot of goals almost every game. Physically big. Physically, well. so it, it was normal. So, I, but for me, yes, after the game was a little bit like, yes, you know, I, maybe I proved a little bit that, uh, you know, I, I still can do. So you gonna, we're going to need to wrap this up in a little minute because we've already had far too much of your time. So... Um, I mean, I, I'm sure Gareth's got a couple of little last questions. I just want to ask you just two, really. As a footballer, what do you remember most? What sticks with you most? The highs or the lows? Because, I, I mean, we asked Gerard to lay this, and it was funny. He hardly remembered any of the highs, but he could tell you in absolute minute detail the lows and the losses. I think as a human being, you tend to always to look a little bit on the downside, you know, like the negative I try to be positive as much as I can, but of course the low things, the bad moments always stay there, you know, for some reason, you know, the injury, the Fulham game, you know, all this stuff. So, yes, like like I said, Fulham, injury, you know, maybe another if I start now to think I will remember another ones, you know, bad ones, but good ones I also do remember. But of course, the low moments it's, it, it normally stay there, uh, disturbing you. I would say, and and it's something that you have to work on, and, and you know try to get out of the way, you know. And uh, my last question, uh, just around my my ones off. Do you feel do you feel appreciated? Yes, 
I do feel appreciated, of course, and and I feel appreciated because um, you know, like because we are doing this, mm. it's a it's a way to show appreciation by the fans. You know, you guys, you know, a lot of people, and you speak with a lot of fans. You know, and 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 and, and, I, and as I said, I think uh, the word that I I always wanted to to have. Uh, my time in Liverpool was respect, and I think I got that. You know, I think people respect me. You know, they have different opinions. I have no problem with that, but they they respect me. You know, not maybe not everyone, but most of the fans for sure they respect me. So that's why I, you know, if I look back, you know, uh, it was all not worth it, but it helped to to get to this point. Brilliant. Uh, just a couple more from me, quick ones. Um, I, I just. Look- I always think that you you come across as a player that likes the, almost the culture of football in England as well. The reason I, I'll give an example, an example I loved was your 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 banter, if you like, with with the Stoke fans. Uh, you yeah. know, you know, you, you gave it the fist mm. when we when we beat, when we knocked out the cup, and then when we played them in the league, they're giving you loads of stick. You're warming up, and you give it again. Yeah. And you know, I loved all that because the, you know, fo- we should have a laugh about football, shouldn't we? We should enjoy football, and, and and you know, the very fact that you're doing this interview as well says to me that you know you're someone who who gets the football culture really in this country. Yes, I I like I like the the culture of uh, of England. You know, I think it's that's why this league is is so big. Of course, players, but also what the fans make around because football without fans are nothing, really. You know, so you have to understand that yeah. and, and 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 the way that the the, the the people in England go to the games and appreciate and. And support their their teams and and have the banter and I think it's it's all part of football and and football it, it is this you know you have to go out we have to go out and play and you guys have to go out and enjoy and have a laugh or call your mate and say that uh, your team beat his so that that's that's the beauty of football you know if you start to get too much you know serious yeah. I would say especially off the field. You lose that, you yeah. know, that passion, that uh, that love. So uh, yeah, I, I get it. So last of all, what 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 does the future hold? What do you want to be a manager? Do you want to be a coach? I'm Have st- you not thought about that? I'm still not sure. You know, I'm still not sure what I'm gonna do. Of course, uh, I I've started my coaching badge. Um, I'm not too sure yet if I want the life of a manager. I would say because you've seen enough of them. <laughs> it's uh, it's very hard. Mm. It's very hard, very hard. So uh, I haven't decided. I think I have many years to play still. So, but of course, uh, be around in football is something I would love to because you know I like the game and 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 and, and I think I can I can still help uh, when I retire. Sports Social Podcast Network.